getting a cold doesn't mean you're a failure. It doesn't mean your body's failing you. It just means that that's a part of what we experience in our human life. But there are tools and there are strategies that you can have to support yourself. And knowing these things up front is going to support you in ways to heal so much quicker. You don't have to live with symptoms that just keep you down and out for weeks. And a lot of people, once they're down and out, I mean, it's like five days, 10 days, and then it kind of seems like your immune system gets bottomed out and you're more susceptible to colds. You know what I'm talking about? Like we got a lot of stuff going on. I can't, we can't be down. We can't, we cannot be down for the count for long. So I have a whole arsenal in my house and you know what it's not like i get excited when the kids get a cold but i get excited when i know what i'm doing and i feel like i'm empowered i feel like i can help the kids it may be that we have some long nights and you know we got some miserable people in the house for a short period of time but i actually feel like a really good mom when i'm like okay here's what we're gonna do guys you're going to feel better and not like oh gosh we've got to run to cvs and then we got to go to urgent care and all these things and you just feel like oh i wish i could help the people in my household. Hey, Ancient Health listeners, Dr. Motley here. Let's talk about the incredible power of quantum energy and how it influences our vitality. Quantum energy is a life force that resides in every person and unit of matter. In our modern world, our quantum energy fields are constantly under siege from toxicities, stress, and electromagnetic frequencies. That's where Lila Quantum Tech comes in. Lila Quantum Tech offers groundbreaking solutions to enhance your quantum energy and to restore balance. Backed by rigorous research, Lila Quantum products have been proven effective in numerous studies. One remarkable study revealed that Lila quantum tech blocks boost ATP production by a staggering 20 to 29%. Others show blood and HRV improvements as well as wound healing acceleration of human cells by 85 to 100%. And here's the best part. Lila Quantum Tech is offering an exclusive 15% discount on your first order. Just visit leelaq.com and use the code ANCIENT at checkout. That's leelaq.com and code ANCIENT to unlock a healthier, more vibrant you. Welcome back to the Ancient Health Podcast, where we educate you on real health solutions that will help transform the way you live, feel, and overcome disease naturally. I'm your host, Courtney Versage, along with Dr. Josh Axe and Dr. Chris Motley. We're so happy you've joined us. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. My name is Courtney and you are tuning into a mini episode. Today's topic of conversation is all about the kiddos. But I will say, if you're an adult, maybe you don't have kids, that's cool too. You're actually going to get a lot of practical takeaways from this episode, especially as we're going into cold and flu season. And you know, the fall it always comes with a string of sicknesses. And you know, maybe it's a coworker or your spouse or your kids. But once it starts, it's like a domino effect and everybody starts feeling bad. So we're calling this episode the Back to School Starter Pack. So maybe you're not going back to school. Maybe you're just working your job or maybe you're a caretaker of children, whatever that looks like. I want you to be prepared. I want your body to be set up for success. And you know what? Colds are a part of our lives and getting a cold doesn't mean you're a failure. It doesn't mean your body's failing you. It just means that that's a part of what we experience in our human life. But there are tools and there are strategies that you can have to support yourself. And knowing these things up front is going to support you in ways to heal so much quicker. You don't have to live with symptoms that just keep you down and out for weeks. And a lot of people, once they're down and out, I mean, it's like five days, 10 days, and then it kind of seems like your immune system gets bottomed out and you're more susceptible to colds. You know what I'm talking about? Like, if you ever had the child, or maybe it's yourself and you get a cold and then it just seems like it carries on for months, like that cough just lingers or 
you get a cold, you get a little bit better, but then you get sick again. It's like, oh, how can I not get over the hump? So we're going to talk about some ways to really support you from a prevention side, but then also what are the tools that you need to go to when you have those early onset symptoms of cold? So respiratory cold, stomach things, we're going to kind of break down. We'll, we'll classify and group them in different buckets, but I have some go-tos, okay? Because I'm a mom, I got three kids and we got a lot of stuff going on. I can't, we can't be down. We can't, we cannot be down for the count for long. So I have a whole arsenal in my house and you know what? It's not like I get excited when the kids get a cold, but I get excited when I know what I'm doing and I feel like I'm empowered. I feel like I can help the kids. It may be that we have some long nights and you know, we got some miserable people in the house for a short period of time, but I actually feel like a really good mom when I'm like, okay, here's what we're going to do, guys. You're going to feel better. And not like, oh gosh, we've got to run to CVS and then we got to go to urgent care and all of these things. And you just feel like, oh, I wish I could help the people in my household. So let's talk about prevention. Now, when we're talking specifically about kids, and I realized that this, there's a huge range, right? You may have an infant or you may have a 12 year old. And that's going to look a lot different from a prevention standpoint when we're talking about keeping our bodies and our kids' bodies and immune health really resilient and robust. So I always like to start with food as medicine with children because their bodies are developing. The last thing you want to do is really start throwing a ton of different supplementation at them because their bodies are far more resilient and they're really fast metabolizers, meaning that their body's detoxification systems, their lymphatic, everything's moving so much faster for them at these young developing ages more often than not. There are isolated incidents where maybe that's not the case. But for most children, I don't find that we need to help accelerate some of these processes because they're far more efficient than a 30 or 40 or 50 year old. So really support them with foods. Obviously, I don't know that it needs to be said, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Processed food, sugars, inflammatory oils, all of these things are not gonna be healthy for your child. In fact, it's like poison to their little systems in their bodies. And they may actually be okay for a little while. You may not think that it's, you know, harming them because they still get up every day and they have energy, but when their body gets compromised and that's the fuel that they have to rely on, that's when you'll see their bodies really, really struggle. So obviously keeping their nutrition as clean as possible, keeping the sugar out of their diet, honestly, just cutting out a lot of processed foods and things that you're buying out. If you can make their meals at home, that's a go-to. Now one like mom hack, I did this this weekend. And I batched a whole bunch of soup and I did bone broth with rice and chicken and I put carrots, um, turmeric, like all of these things that are super anti-inflammatory and really, really good for the gut lining. And then I put them all in glass Tupperware and I froze them. So I know that whenever somebody gets sick, because it's hard, you know, you got one child that's sick, you're trying to keep them away from getting everybody else sick and you're still trying to do all your life things. And you know, you, but you've got one child that needs you 24 seven. So have some of those things that are um, available to you without you having to do the prep work, prep work in the moment. So there's great recipes for that. I just posted one yesterday. You can look this one up. It's called Kitchery. It's an Ayurvedic dish. And I love it because it is so healing for the gut. And it's super, super easy to make, but also it's really easy on the digestive system. So when you're sick, your immune system is working overtime. You don't want to have your digestive system having to do unnecessary work. So having some of those soups available to you, keep them frozen, keep them on hand. That's your go-to. Now, other preventative nutritional needs that I think can be supportive are a really good omega fatty acid. So this is an EPA DHA extract. 
for developing kids, this is one that I love to go to just for normal everyday use, but it helps their brain. It helps their immune system. It helps their cardiovascular system as they're developing. So again, keeping that baseline of their nutrients really high is always going to be a pro uh, benefit for your immune system, right? It's because the healing mechanisms of the body rely on the nutrients to be able to be there to do the job. If you've already got deficiencies, like you're coming up short, then when you're sick is not really the time to be starting to fill those buckets, right? Because now you're deep in the hole. Just to get yourself to baseline, it's going to take a little bit of work, and that's a lot of effort on your body. You don't want to have to put that on your body when you're already compromised. So getting a good fish oil supplement. Guys, I can't stress this enough. There's a lot of crap on the market for fish oil supplements, like a lot. Um, there are very, very few brands that I recommend. The one that I will say that I really am a big fan of is cod liver oil. Now, I like the Rosita brand. There's another brand called Dropi, D-R-O-P-I. I'll put all of the links in the show notes for you guys so you can come back to it at any point in time. But I like cod liver oil specifically because it is naturally occurring in vitamin A and vitamin D. Both of these nutrients have been shown to have the greatest immune modulatory effect on the immune response through innate and adaptive immune cells. This is really, really important because both of these nutrients, now we know about vitamin D, You've sure, uh, surely heard about, you know, if you're sick, vitamin D, vitamin D, but vitamin D needs vitamin A for it to be active and working in the body. So one of the best ways to do that is whole food form supplementation like cod liver oil. You're also getting those omega fatty acids. So it's a beautiful natural blend where you're hitting all of them. Instead of having to get four different supplements, do one. And then you're going to hit all of those nutrients and your body, you can be giving that to your child on a regular basis. It's very anti-inflammatory. Like I said, so good for their brain, so good for the respiratory system. And obviously the immune components are huge with this topic that we're talking about specifically. Now, another supplement that may be supportive for your child is a vitamin C formula. Now, I really like getting whole food form vitamin C because it has all of these flavonoids and kind of helpers, right? These, these um, uh, plant-based helpers that help the absorption of vitamin C and utilization of it. So for your child, I like adding a little bit of um, a powder that's camu camu or acerola cherry um, based because these are really high in those uh, vitamin C components that work with the body. So it's not going to deplete other nutrients and minerals because if you just take really high forms of ascorbic acid, which is just one, one component, one piece of the puzzle for vitamin C, you can start to displace other nutrients and it can actually even cause some diarrhea if you start high dosing it and you don't want to do that for your child. So I think that you can high dose it in very short periods of time when we're actually talking about dealing with an active cold, but for prevention, you can order, uh, there's several different companies. There's one, um, I believe it's called pure synergy and they have a product called pure radiant C and it's a powder and it's really just a dehydrated berry powder. So it's just naturally occurring in antioxidants and polyphenols that are going to really help your child have those antioxidants present to neutralize free radicals. And that is going to be really important for your body to stay resilient and keep those immune defenses really strong. Now, the last piece here of the prevention puzzle, okay, so we've talked about omegas and we've talked about antioxidants. We're going to talk about the gut and specifically probiotics, because I think probiotics have a great place. Our kids' guts 
are under assault by everything. There's so many toxins right now that are depleting and really starting to diminish different effective populations of microbes. And those microbes are what create a lot of the immune cells that go fighting against these viral invaders. So it's important that our, our children's gut and really ourselves, right? Because that's it's just important to know that your gut health is really the center and the cornerstone piece of the expression of what you feel day to day, right? If you're constantly dealing with food sensitivities and chronic disease and symptoms, you likely have a gut problem. Like the gut, the gut, it always comes back to the gut. So for children, though, kids have 70% of the strains of their bacteria are bifido-based. Bifidobacterium species dominate a child's gut. So I like focusing on a probiotic that has high bifido and lactose strains of bacteria. Now, if you're dealing with an infant, if you've got a little, little child, there is a product uh, on the market that um, is powder that you can actually add to their breast milk or you could add to a bottle um, if you're doing another form of uh, formula or milk. And I will link that one for you guys it's called infant start uh, bifinum. I've actually personally used that with Marley when I was homemaking her formula for a little while. Um, I was using that one. And so I know from personal experience, she did really well on it. But that's something that you could add in. Now, if you've got a child that can swallow capsules, I like spore-based probiotics, and those can be really helpful too. And so Microbiome Labs is a great company that I've worked with for a number of years, had great results using their product. So um, those are two that I will link for you. Definitely look into a really good, high-quality probiotic. There are other Others that are out there. Ancient Nutrition has some great ones. Um, Mary Ruth has some good uh, children's options, even for vitamin C. Look at, at Mary Ruth. Um, but these are just a couple brands that you know I personally have used and and like. Uh, Claire Labs also has a great uh, kids one as well. And I think there's some chewable options. So if you've got a child that's not necessarily a baby, but not swallowing capsules either, there's some chewable options. Just make sure you look at the label, make sure there's no artificial colors and preservatives and uh, things like that that are going to create a little bit more of a toxic burden. So you always got to be super selective. But bifidobacteria, look for that as the dominant strain for a child's probiotic. And, you know, if you're not using probiotics, you can always use um, things like kefir or um, even even fermented foods are great. So if your child likes pickled things, that's great. That's a great natural way to get probiotics in their body by using food, um, because sometimes it can be really difficult to either remember to give your child their supplements or two for them just to actually take them. Um, because if you're getting a lot of resistance, then I just know as a parent, you're just not going to do it for that long because who wants to battle your children on a daily basis? We have a lot of other battles <laughs> that we have to choose. And sometimes the one over supplements just might not make the cut. So I totally understand that. I know we're running through a lot. Are y'all with me? I kind of feel like I'm out of breath. <laughs> Maybe I'm talking too fast. There's so much to share. And I'm really excited about this because I want you guys to have the tools this fall. I want your, your, your families and your bodies to be so healthy and for you just to blaze right through cold and flu season and not even have um, one misstep of feeling like, man, we are really, really wiped out in our household. Um, it's okay to have, have colds and sicknesses, but you don't want it to just completely unravel and the wheels fall off and everybody's miserable for three months of the year. So we're going to get you there. Hang tight. I know we're covering a lot of ground. Okay. So when symptoms are present, you know that post-nasal drip, your throat is kind of scratchy, getting a little bit of a headache, feeling a little run down. Maybe it's you, maybe it's your kids. You can kind of see they're just kind of like glazed over, their eyes are glassy, and they're just like complaining that they don't feel good. 
this is the time when you just go to your arsenal in your house and you start pulling out all the stuff. So here's, here's what it is that you want to focus on. When I first start to feel or see anyone in my household with the onset of any cold symptoms. So this could be body aches, it could be fevers, uh, chills, it could be things like that post-nasal drip uh, or any type of mucus, something that would be more respiratory. I always start with a little bit of glutathione because that's the master antioxidant in the body. So you can ramp up a little bit of that vitamin C. So if you're currently doing that, you can always add a little bit more, but glutathione is going to help the body be able to create a little bit more antioxidant activity to fight off that viral load. Now. I will say now, if you've got really little ones, this can be a little bit harder to dose. And I wouldn't necessarily use it on a child that's super young, you know, under the age of like three. But if you've got a child that's five, six, seven, eight years old, then it may be able, you may be able to dose this with a little bit of a liposomal. I also really like nasal sprays. So if you can use a glutathione nasal spray, I find that that's really helpful because really, if you think about it, right? your nose, your mouth, these are the first places where you're generally exposed because we're breathing these things in, these different germs and viruses. So that's your first line of defense is your oral cavity and your nose and your sinuses. So doing a nasal spray, if you can get your child to agree to do that, could be a really good way to get those immune fighting cells kind of ramped up, right? We just want to have a little bit more extra umph there in supporting the body. Now, the other thing that you can do as a nasal spray is colloidal silver and colloidal silver is an antimicrobial. So that's a really good one. That's also a great one. You could even add to kind of a preventative uh, measure. I think if you're traveling or maybe if you didn't get enough sleep or your kids just are so strung out because we're coming up on holidays, so people are going to be traveling and they have parties and family things. So you're just a your body's just exposed, right? It's exposed and it's probably under rested. So using colloidal silver around those times when you may be a little bit more compromised, your recovery might not be all the way there. That's also a great way to help those first line of defenses right there in the sinus and nasal cavity. So look for that. Um, you can find several different companies. And honestly, you can find these at Whole Foods. You can find them at a natural grocer. Um, again, don't buy your supplements on Amazon. I, you just never know what you're getting there. So just go somewhere where it's a reputable place where you can buy this. And it's very inexpensive, but I love colloidal silver from the standpoint of helping the immune system. You can also take it orally and you can nebulize it. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. All right, so you've got your glutathione. We're ramping up antioxidants. It's going to support the body. Now we can go to something called homeopathics. Now, if you're not familiar with homeopathics, this is something that's been around for a couple hundred years. And really the concept behind homeopathy is that it's an alternative medicinal practice. And what it does is use the smallest possible amount of an active ingredient in order to help treat a disease or symptoms. So if even if the same ingredient can contribute to an illness in the first place, so it's kind of this concept of like cures like. So it's very, very easy to dose. You can use it on small children and they come in the form of these little beadlets that just dissolve in the mouth. So the, the dosing and the mechanism of dosing is very easy to use on children. I also think it's really effective for adults, but when we're talking about children, I think this is a very gentle way to support them without flooding their body with so many things they have to metabolize and process that they start to have side effects and not feel uh, their best. Now, the homeopathic that I love the most for colds and flu or just any type of cold in general is called oscillococcinum. 
Okay, it's a really long word, but you'll find it. It's in like an orange and white box. Um, the company that makes a lot of these that uh, is generally carried in most Whole Foods actually is called Boyron. And they've got all these like little beadlets and these little blue tubes. Um, but this one comes in a box and you'll see it'll say cold and flu or just cold remedy. But that's a great homeopathic blend that can be dosed for children and adults alike. So look for that one. Again, I'll link it in case you don't remember. Um, Oscillocosidum. <laughs> I'm sure that one's going to be on the tip of your tongue. So um, took me like forever just to be able to pronounce it, which, you know, maybe it's even a little bit, maybe I'm a little bit off right now, but I'm going with it because I actually managed to get those word, that word out of my mouth. So that's a whim. So homeopathics, super helpful. Now, the next thing I want to talk about are acupressure points. Okay. Stick with me here. And I had to, I had to call Dr. Molly just to make sure that these were all the ones he would recommend. I'm not going to pretend like I am the master acupuncturist uh, or that I know the most in this in this world. So I'm giving credit where credit's due. Thank you, Dr. Molly. <laughs> so here are a couple that can be helpful. Now, acupressure, right, is going to stimulate different points of, that correspond to different meridians in the body to help bring energy to organ systems that might be struggling a little bit. Okay. So this is really easy to do on children. And it's really interesting to do on yourself too. You may notice that certain points are way more tender, which would indicate that maybe you've got some stagnation or there's a lack of chi or energy. So the first one I want to mention is large intestine four. This is an easy one to find. It's between the thumb and your pointer finger. So you're just going to press down. You can even get a little massaging tool that is kind of like a pen that like vibrates. You can stick down so you can use your thumb, right? I'm actually doing it right now and it kind of hurts. So I don't know, maybe I need to work that point out a little bit more. <laughs> but large intestine four, press down between the thumb and the pointer finger. This is a great one for supporting your body when you have a cold. The next one that I want to mention is stomach 36. This one is below the kneecap, kind of if you take your hand, put like a hand, you know, length underneath the kneecap and then off to the side of the outside of your leg. Um, that's where that point is. You may want to Google these and look them up because I realize I'm describing them just over this podcast. So you can't see me actually doing this, but if you look these up, they're all over. You can find YouTube videos. You can find images and graphics. If you just Google stomach 36. Now this point tonifies chi and blood and it harmonizes and strengthens the spleen and stomach. So it can calm the shen or raise the yang. This is going to be a more calming um, component of the body, getting you in that parasympathetic and activate that meridian and stop pain. So it's great for energy. It's immune boosting. It helps a digestion. I love this one, stomach 36. Remember, below the kneecap, kind of a little bit to the outside. So work on that point and you can do that several times a day. Now, the last one I want to mention is spleen six. This is located on the inside of the lower leg and it's just above the ankle. Now, this one really, really hurt. I was working on this one the other day and I thought, man, my spleen needs some extra love. Need some love these days, guys. Not sure what's going on there, but this one's really, really tender. So try and see if you can find that one again, inside of the lower leg, above the ankle, but this one is really good for digestive disorders. So if you've got anything that's related to the stomach, you know, you've got some diarrhea or vomiting, something that, you know, maybe it's even just a stomach virus, you know, those violent 24 hour ones where you're just hugging the toilet all night long, this would be a great point to hit. So maybe you need to get somebody else to do it for you because you may not even have the capacity to do it for yourself. If you're, if you're feeling that bad, actually, you know what, I'm going to mention one more too. So we did spleen six, let's do lung one. Now, lung one is great for respiratory because I think we hit some digestive ones. I want to make sure we hit something that's more uh, respiratory related. Now, this one is located on the outside of the upper chest. 
So kind of like if you went diagonally from your armpit up under your collarbone, that's kind of where it is. And so you can massage and, um, and press into that point. This one would be great for your kids if they've got uh, congestion and if they're coughing, they've got a lot of lung and respiratory inflammation. It helps with breathing difficulties like asthma, coughing, wheezing, um, and again, just clearing some of that mucus and nasal uh, congestion. So lung one is a great point as well. So guys, make sure you hit those up. Large intestine four, stomach 36, spleen six, and lung one. Great points to be working on for your body when you're experiencing different types of symptoms. Okay. Since we're in the Chinese medicine corner right now, I want to bring up one product that I think every single mom and family should have in their, can't even call it a medicine cabinet because it's not right. We don't do, we're not doing regular medicine. We're doing homeopathics and natural remedies, but this one's called windbreaker. It's called windbreaker because in Chinese medicine, having excess wind is a lot of times characteristic of the cold symptoms, the inflammation, the ones that deal with the respiratory system. So it's called windbreaker. Makes sense, right? Now, this is a Chinese blend of a bunch of different herbs, like so many, I'm not going to list them all, but chrysanthemum, angelica, licorice, burdock, all of them are known to support the body's immune defenses against cold specifically. And you can give this to your kids. I dose it three times a day. As soon as I start seeing that there are symptoms <laughs> popping up and I, and I will give this one so much credit between this and the homeopathics, um, the oscillocosinum, I, I, I'm telling you the colds, the length of the colds and the severity of the symptoms is far, far less um, than what it has been in the past. So get you some windbreaker. These things are not that expensive either, guys, like some of these supplements and they'll last you a while because um, and, and this one is in a tincture form. So, you know, it's super easy to dose because it's liquid and you can titrate it based on the size of your child and the age of your child. So look that one up. I'll link it in the notes. OK, we're moving. We're moving and shaking right now. All right, so now we're, we're deep in the weeds here on how to support our bodies during a cold. Another super easy one is to get out your essential oils. Love, love me some oils. Frankincense, you know, it's the greatest of all time. That is the goat. Always frankincense, put it on the bottoms of your feet. I mean, I feel like frankincense is the go-to. You have a burn, frankincense. You have a cold, frankincense. You know, you got cramps, frankincense. So you can put that on your body. You can massage it into the bottoms of the feet. You can even massage it with a little carrier oil over the chest. I also really like lavender oil. Lavender, not only is it calming, we always think about lavender as like the sleepy one, which is great. You need to sleep and rest when you're sick, but lavender is also really good for the body and just kind of supporting our natural defenses and our body's ability to generate uh, some extra energy behind the immune system. So love using lavender. And again, you can even put a couple drops in your hands and cup it over your face, take some deep breaths. That's really, really relaxing to our bodies. Now for the older kids, not for like little babies, but if you've got some kids that are over the age of like six, seven years old, I really like using peppermint, eucalyptus, and even a little bit of tea tree um, when we've got respiratory issues. Now for younger kids, I don't like putting some of these, these oils are a little bit more volatile. They're very uh, potent. So just putting it on them, um, especially straight, like you, you always want to use a carrier oil, but sometimes I find it's better just to diffuse it or put a couple drops of that in on a wet washcloth and have them get in a, a like a steam shower and just have them breathe. They, they don't even need to, they can just, you know, you can drape the washcloth over, uh, you know, like a bench or something in the shower, just put it in there. And once the steam starts to build up, they'll be able to start breathing it. And it just starts to open and dive 
dilate uh, the capillaries and vessels in the sinus cavity so they can breathe a little bit better. So it just gives them some relief. Most of the time for our kids, it's not about you know, treating the virus, about keeping them comfortable. Their bodies are going to do the job, but when they get so miserable, that's what's hard because then they can't sleep. I mean, heck, you can't sleep. Nobody's sleeping, right? We're around the clock just trying to make them comfortable. So that's one. Use the shower, use baths. You can add Epsom salts, but the oils can really create an experience that relaxes their body and gives them some relief so that they can sleep, that they can rest it off. Now, special mention here to fever reducers, because if your child has a fever, this is always a question that I get asked. What do I give them? Acetaminophen or ibuprofen? And if they have a fever, what's the cutoff? You know, when should I be worried? When do I need to bring in a fever reducer? For children, the studies have shown, I mean, your fever's got to be like 107 degrees for you to have, you know, seizures and brain damage. So I think, I mean, my child has had up to 105.1.2. Um, for viruses in the past when she was five, six years old. Um, I don't like seeing that really high for very long because the biggest issue really is dehydration, right? They start to get those chapped cheeks and their lips are all crusty and red um, and they kind of get real glassy eyed. They're so lethargic and fatigued. And, you know, so you, you want to make sure that the fever is not creating some dehydration where now they're just, they're really out of it. That can be a more dangerous situation. But let the fever ride as much as possible. And you're going to notice that their fever is going to be the highest at night. Um, for most kids, that's the case because cortisol drops at night, right? So melatonin is amazing because it's an antioxidant. You can even dose some melatonin. I always dose my kids with melatonin when they're sick. Always. I mean, it is so powerful as an antioxidant. I don't know why anybody wouldn't be doing that. I mean, you'll hear a lot of stories about melatonin, but I have done a lot of research on it. I'm a huge fan of using melatonin. So that's another thing just to not only help them sleep, but give them um, this uh, kind of extra immune support. So I always opt for ibuprofen as well over acetaminophen. There's been recent discussions and articles saying that acetaminophen can reduce glutathione. We don't want to reduce glutathione because again, that's supporting the immune system. So if you had to choose, I would try to find something that's um, ibuprofen based. And again, only use it when necessary. Allow the body's fever to fight the virus the way it's supposed to. Um, if you get worried, obviously go with your gut. You're the parent you know, or the caregiver, you're going to know, you're going to know when it's time. And honestly, if you need to use a little bit to make your child comfortable, that's more or less the only reason I've used it because I just start realizing, okay, the tears, the crying, like we are in a bad place. I need you to sleep. I need you to be comfortable enough to rest. So if they are so agitated, there's nothing wrong with using a little bit. I just want to let the body do its job. And the fever is actually helping them fight the virus. So don't fear the fever, but if you need to resort to something to make your child more comfortable, then I would opt for some ibuprofen. Now, a couple more things, guys. We're getting to the finish line. B propolis. I love B propolis. I was turned on to a propolis diffuser last year, and it has it's been a game changer. Now, these little things, they're sold uh, in Europe, I'm pretty sure. Um, there's like several different languages on the box. So I think they're somewhere over in Europe, but it's awesome. They basically use uh, B-propolis and they use this little warmer and um, ionic uh, kind of like frequency mechanism to basically create airborne spores of the propolis that you breathe in. They even have uh, a way for you to nebulize it like a hose with a mask, 
And propolis is basically, it's a, it's a natural disinfectant. So it cleans the air and your immediate environment of contaminants when it's diffused in the air, um, but also enables you to inhale natural antioxidants and anti-inflammatory properties. This is gonna help your body, especially for respiratory stuff. I've seen that this has worked really well with kids. Um, and it just kind of has, I mean, it smells like honey. It kind of smells like you're breathing honey. So for most kids, it's not anything that they'll fight you on unless they really just don't want anything touching their face. But in that case, just use it as the diffuser. So I'll link the company below um, that I really like uh, for, for using that. They have special kids ones that actually look really cute. They're like little bees and animal shapes and things like that. But that's a great one to have in your house. You may not need to use it all the time, I like to run it um, just from the standpoint of cleansing the air in the house, but it's really helpful when you're dealing with a virus. Now, the other way you can do propolis is by taking it in the form of a spray, like a mouth spray, um, or or in a lozenge, or um, in a, a, some type of supplement oral form. Now, the company that you may be most familiar with, and I really like, is called Beekeepers Naturals. They're almost everywhere now, but I love the woman that started this company, and I love their mission, I love their products, um, and they work. So they help support the immune systems. There's vitamin C, there's zinc, iron, B vitamins, so many hundreds of other beneficial compounds. Um, and they also have flavonoids and polyphenols that again, fight the free radicals. They're gonna combat oxidative stress. We know that that's an important part of you being able to overcome a virus. So Beekeepers Naturals, keep that one in your back pocket. They have like a kid's spray that I really like, a propolis spray. So I'll sometimes send the kids to school if I feel like, you know, they're just, they're kind of like maybe on the edge of getting something, then I'll have them do that a couple times. And they usually like it because it tastes like honey. It's like got a, it's got a sweet taste to it. Now, the last thing, I cannot do this episode without talking about a nebulizer. Go on Amazon if you do not have one. They're like 30 to 50 bucks. And get yourself a nebulizer. Because this to me, I don't know how I just didn't use this for so long. It's really just been in the last probably like 18 months or so that I've really, maybe two years, really use the nebulizer. It is my go-to tool when there's a respiratory issue because you can nebulize colloidal silver. You can nebulize hydrogen peroxide, which is make sure you get food grade, not the kind in the brown bottle. It's 3% food grade, but it is so effective at helping children with wheezing and coughing. That's the scary thing. I have been to the emergency room so many times with our middle child because in the middle of the night she comes in and she's like, <gasps> you know, and she's like breathing really heavy and she's freaking out, I'm freaking out. And so, you know, you, you can you can obviously nebulize um, albuterol, which, you know, will help calm and, and kind of acts as like a steroid to neutralize some of the inflammation in the lungs. But there are ways to support your body that are supernatural. Your body makes hydrogen peroxide all the time. And it kind of, it, it's, it's non-threatening to the body um, and is inert in a sense, um, unless it's in the presence of something that shouldn't be there, like a virus. Um, and in that way, it actually becomes a pro-oxidant that then destroys that viral cell. So it's really, really powerful. All that to say, nebulizing can be really, really good. You can just nebulize saline too, right? Because it's going to actually quell, especially when the weather gets dry. You've got all these different allergens and contaminants in the air that are actually kind of creating a, um, more inflammation by irritating the lungs. Uh, you can just nebulize some plain saline, but I really like to use some colloidal silver. You can do that straight. You don't even need to dilute it. You could just put it in the cup and then just have your child nebulize, you know, two, three minutes, three, four times a day. Um, and I promise you're going to notice a difference. So 
I'm going to link all of this for you guys. Uh, I said that like a million times, but the show notes are going to be quite robust. Um, but I want it to be a guide for you more or less. We had a little conversation about it, but I want you to be able to come back to this and say, oh yeah, what was it that I needed for colds? What were those points again? Um, so make sure you check that out, get your homeopathics, get some colloidal silver, a nebulizer, some B propolis, glutathione, melatonin, couple essential oils sounds like a lot, but just start picking these things up because you're going to build out that toolbox. It's going to serve your family. And you know what? When you really need it and you have it, that's when you feel like a superhero because it's like, I'm ready. Like I've got my go-tos. Everybody's going to be fine and we're going to feel great in a short period of time. I know you guys know all of these things and you're working hard to keep your families healthy. So I am just here to help support you along the way. So thanks for listening today. I hope I didn't lose anyone. We covered a lot. It was a lot. It was a heavy episode. There was a lot of things here, but I hope that it serves you. Like, share, DM me at Organic Blondie. Would love to connect with you. Let me know what works for you, what works for your family. All right. Love y'all. See you on the next episode. Hey, Dr. Axe here. I want to say thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to like and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. Also, if you're in search of more natural health content, you can follow us at Health Institute on Instagram or subscribe to our newsletter using the link in the show notes below. Hey, thanks a lot and have a blessed week.